for okay. you. Okay. All right. Let's try this <laughs> intro again. <laughs> All right. Check, check, one, two. This is the Matt Violinist Podcast. We got Priya in the building. How you doing, Priya? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm all right. I'm hanging in. I'm hanging in. <laughs> yeah. You know, trying not to die, trying to stay alive. That's you know? right. You know what I mean? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's actually cool that we actually came in contact because it was just mad random. So, it, yeah, pretty much somebody sold me some edibles that I took probably about two weeks ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> so when they, um, when these, what is, what is their name? I think it's like Liberty NYC or something like that. I'll get the, I'll get the plug right in a second, but... They were selling me some edibles, and then, you know, when they found my page and saw that I was a violinist, they were like, oh, we've worked with some with somebody before who mm-hmm. plays the violin also. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, bet, send me, send me the page. Mm-hmm. It was your page. Yeah. I was like, oh, she in Brooklyn? Oh, that, <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, all right, all right, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> I had to make sure I linked you, you know, show some love and make sure that, you know, I got you on the show because, you know, I respect other musicians that do, like, the same stuff that, you know. Yeah that i do yeah because i know this game is not easy not at all it's not easy <laughs> not at all people think that we just you know stand up and play and smile and get paid a few dollars but there's a lot of like mm-hmm. bickering and fighting and a struggle really just to get what we want and what Absolutely. we need oh yeah it's actually what we need yes honestly exactly so but yeah, I'm glad we got to connect. Like I watched all your videos and everything. So mm. when you reached out, I was like, "What? This is this is a prank. Like it's, it's not, not gonna happen. Like you're getting my hopes up, but here nah. we are. <laughs> it's it's actually pretty funny because there's actually a lot of people that like say that to me. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, "Oh, I didn't think that you would reach out." I'm just like, "Why would I not reach out?" Yeah. And it goes back to the conversation that we were having earlier about me just being a regular person. I just yeah. happen to do something that you enjoy. Yeah. I'm saying, but yeah. I'm a regular dude. I'm saying, like, not living lavish yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, like link up. You know what I'm get- it's a small community. <laughs> Why get, not? Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, I completely agree. I'm, I'm extremely grateful that you are here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. I'm going to do our, like, little freestyle thing and do, like, a little collab and everything. So, yep. I, hope you, I hope you're prepared to be here all day. Of course. All day. Cleared my day, so we're good. (laughs) People be asking for like more videos and shit like that. I'm like, yo, for that little one minute, be taking all day to get done. All day. That part wasn't right. Let's do it over. Let's do it over. Oh my gosh. Stressful. (laughs) That's just the music part. That's not even coming down to like the filming. Yeah. A lot okay. goes into it. <laughs> you ready to start charging people online? Like, yeah. nah, for real. Man. Y'all got to pay me like yeah, y'all want X content? Amount an hour. Well, <laughs> that's what I be trying to tell people. Like, anybody that wants to get into it, like kids and stuff like that, I'm like, mm-hmm. look, if you're not blessed to have like a team on your side, you're gonna have to do like this stuff by yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's not impossible to like do it all by yourself and get like a high quality product, but it takes some time. Yeah, it takes some time. You're gonna make a lot of mistakes. Right. You know, like for me, I had to learn that a lot of this shit is all subjective. Like nobody really has all of the answers. Exactly. Interpret lightly. That's so true. Like you have to do what also works best for you. Nobody works knows what works best for you, especially being a violinist, mm-hmm. you know, in different genres. And what we do, like, is different from what maybe a classically trained violinist that plays in the orchestra does. Mm. So it's like we go and ask them. It's not going to be the same as, you know, your journey or my journey. So you just got to learn. I don't ask them orchestra motherfuckers shit. <laughs> I really don't. I really, really don't. Them motherfuckers really? be blowing mine. I'm not going to lie. Really? Yeah, it's, it's like this, this highbrow, like, society with these orchestra people. Uh-huh. 
they be fucking talented as hell. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I would never, like, discredit them on that end. Yeah. But other than that, it's just like, you did what? In what position? Like, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't shift? You didn't use your fourth finger? You used your third? Like, oh, Supposed to be in third, not second position. You don't shut your ass up. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know, man. It's, I don't know. They, they're just not that relatable to me. You know, we might play the same instrument, but I, I'll just, in, I don't know. We just vibrate on two separate frequencies. Yeah. I definitely get I'm that. Saying? Like, and how you feel it, your interpretation of it, mm-hmm. completely different. Music, like what moves Everything. you. Everything. It's different. So. What is dope, what's not dope. Even things that I, I would like, even I'm, I'm willing to like experiment with. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even cross their mind. Right. You know? That's true. <laughs> you know what's funny? This actually goes into a, um, a conversation that I want to have. Mm-hmm. There was like this one open mic that I did um the end of 2019. It was like, you know, some some of my friends like work at Starbucks and everything mm-hmm. and they were just like, oh, just pull up. There's an open mic. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, these are my people. I don't, you know, it's not all about the money. Yeah. And, you know, it's exactly. like these, these open mics and these like smaller paying gigs, that's how you make the contacts. Uh, yes. That's a, that's a big thing. It's just knowing when to like allow that kind of stuff to come into your space yes. you know mm-hmm. or, or when to accept it anyway so yeah i did the event and then um there was this woman that came up to me she was like you play so beautifully i'm mm-hmm. like oh thank you you know i appreciate the compliment whatever she was like there's this woman that comes into uh starbucks every day and she plays the violin too she has this class mm-hmm. this is a black woman by the way that was t- that was telling me about this woman that right. also plays the violin okay who happened to be a white woman so her comment was this she was like, you know, you have to like get in contact with her and you have to go represent for us. So when I, when I looked this lady up, you know, she's a white woman. She teaches at a camp with predominantly white kids. Mm-hmm. All of it is classical. So in my head, I'm like, why the fuck do I have to go here to go represent? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I, I am already with my people. Yeah. I know what they like. Why right. do I have to go to this white establishment to represent for us? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not, th- I don't want to teach people about this. You know what I'm saying? It's either you know about it or you don't. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Oh my God. I got <laughs> I got you. And I hope yeah. I didn't rub this lady the wrong way, but I'm, I, it, that, that shit just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I've been in, I've, I've played in places where it's like predominantly white or just not the crowd that I'm accustomed to playing with, mm-hmm. you know? So, and it's just like the reaction is different. Right. The energy is different. Mm-hmm. You know why? They don't get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They know that you can play. You know, they know that you're doing something spectacular, but they don't understand it. It's the same way that, like, classical music didn't resonate with me. Right. You know? I feel... I get you. And I feel the same way. And sometimes... And I don't think it's any, like... They just want to make it known that there's someone, you know, that looks like a, that looks like us that does play the violin um it's it's really rare and you always get that even when i play my gigs i get the same things and you know you need to connect with that person and play here and oh my gosh you it's so rare to see you play the violin and just understanding that it's okay to just play with you know people that look like us you don't have to go out there and try to like collab and just try to fit in or be involved in somewhere where you just don't feel comfortable. So if this is what you want and these are the kind of gigs and the energies that you want, it is okay to seek after that and only do that. You know, yes, you want to expand your network. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you have a choice in who you network with. 
Mm-hmm. And if you want to be around people, you know, that understand you and understand the music and understand, you know, what mu- moves you and relates to you, then there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But definitely, I don't see, like, when they say it, I don't, you know, it's no, like, they're just, like, I guess proud. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't think she meant that. And, yeah, you know, yeah. she didn't mean that, like, maliciously or anything right, like and that. I, and I wasn't really offended. It just made me think about like, why. Yeah, it's just like why <laughs> I don't, don't yeah, want to yeah. go there. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to Yo, you know, you know what's one of the things that I love? I love going to schools like in the Bronx. Yeah. Yo, once they give me them like okay, this this is it, like literally how it'll go. The principal will be like, "All right, class. All right, students. So today we have a very special guest. Um, <laughs> Mr. um violinist, is it?" <laughs> Just call me Matt. We have Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt the violin is coming in. That's and he's going to come in. He's going to play something great for you guys. Are you guys ready? So make sure you guys just sit still, sit down, and make sure you guys behave, oh all right? He's coming in to perform, so he worked very hard. So make mm-hmm. sure you guys sit down and be quiet. <laughs> so here's Mr. Here's Mr. Matt. Give me the mic. The first thing I do is, yeah. Oh. The whole crowd yeah. goes like, yeah. yeah. Like, yo, it goes crazy. But right. you see what I'm saying? It's something as simple as a simple greeting it, that's yes. relatable. Yes. It's yes. less about me playing. It's more so the fact that this is somebody who looks like me. Exactly. That came from the same place as me. That's exactly. performing at this high level. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. They get it. They get it. Yes. And those are the kids that you want to inspire. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You don't know who's still thinking about that violinist and who's begging their parents to put them in lessons or something. You never know whose life, you know, you've changed by that one moment. Just seeing someone... You know, like you do it. Yeah, and and I've been on the opposite end too. Like when um, they used to bring in other musicians, and they'll be playing all of these weird instruments. They'll be old and greasy and shit. I want to be like you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I don't see myself in yeah, you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's cool, but it's, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So anytime I go play at these schools, like I just really want to be relatable first. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about what I'm playing. Can you relate to that? Yes. That's the most important thing. You know, so it's like, even when the kids pull up to me, like, they try to get, it's weird, they try to get autographs and shit. I'm like, bro, just take a picture. It'll it's last just, longer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm a regular dude. Come on, yeah. man. Just follow me. Whatever. Oh, my God. I want an autograph from my mom. I don't know your mother. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, that's, that's just me. Yeah. That's how, that's how we talk. Yeah. So, I'm not trying to go to these other kids that went to preparatory schools all their life and shit like that and <laughs> I, I don't relate with that I don't right. relate with you yeah there's nothing wrong with that establishment mm-hmm. it's just for I'm not itching to get out there to represent my people that way yes you know there, yeah. there are powerful and authentic platforms that I use and that are you know orbiting orbiting around us 24-7 that we can use to mm-hmm. like relate to our people so yeah I don't gotta go over there yes I agree. But when they throw that money in my family, huh? I'll be there. When when that rent is due, you know. (laughs) You gotta do what you gotta do, right? You gotta do. So, but I get you. Mm. How did you get into the violin? Um, So, I was in the second grade, and there was an after school program called the No Pointer Foundation. Mm. Um, So, my teacher announced it. I think she was like, there's two spots left. So, I, I was like, I want it. You know, it's something new. It's something different. Um, I've always loved trying new things. So that's how I got started. Um, And I've just stuck with it. After I graduated, I did quit for a few years, but Mm -hmm. then picked it back up. And I've been playing ever since. Mm. Mm -hmm. Do you like it? I love it. Okay. I love it. 
now that I'm like getting to a new level, it's a little bit more challenging. <laughs> but I still love it. Like I can't imagine I hate, not playing. You know what I really hate? What? I hate learning new material on the violin. You know why? Mm-hmm. It's fretless. The- the part that's annoying, <laughs> you, like honestly, the part that I really get jealous of with other players is mm-hmm. the fact that you don't have to really worry about intonation. Mm-hmm. We uh, we have to worry about that from the moment we pick up the instrument yes. to us being super duper advanced. I was just thinking about that. We have to, you guys have to worry about wrong notes, but we have to worry about wrong notes and intonation, intonation. Oh on top of God. that. And then it's super technical. and tone. Like if I hit an A on the keyboard, you hit an A. Most likely. If, it's going to sound the same mm-hmm. as long as we don't slam it. But if I play something on the violin and you play something else, our stroke is completely can be completely different. Change the whole tone. So oh <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, I'd be so jealous. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, pause. The only thing you got to do is just blow into this instrument and move your fingers and that's it. <laughs> I That's got it? you. I got you. Like, or the yo, drums. I'm just like, it just gotta just hit. Rhythm. Like, just, you don't gotta. Me. You don't have to worry about going to like the bridge or changing cl- none yeah, of that. Exactly. You don't gotta work learn notes and nothing, chords. Nothing. But the drums takes a lot of stamina. I give them that. I'd rather sweat. Thirty than, minutes. I'm I would 30. rather sweat than to be stressed in my head. In mental. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would yeah. rather do that. Yeah. And I have so much joy just playing the drums. Like, I always wanted to play the drums. Yeah. Like. Violent. Come come on. Like I was tight. Oh my gosh. I was tight. So what made you want to pick the violin back up? Like when you put it down? What did I do? I think um I think I just reconnected with the program again. And what happened, my sister and I got into it and then my parents kind of just made the rest of my siblings. Got pick into up strings. It. Yo, y'all was scrapping? So, no, got into the program. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, y'all niggas was scrapping up. We was about to play the violin. Absolutely I was like, not. Shit, tell um, me about that fight. My older sister and I, we started like the program at the same time. And then my younger sister's, um, siblings followed. Um, and we reconnected with the No Point of Foundation. Mm. Um, they have uh, relocated. So, we just started going again and picked it up. That's fire. So, yeah. That's fire. Mm-hmm. But I always tell people, like, you know, after events, they'll be like, you know, I always wanted to learn the violin. And I think that, like, from hearing you play, I'm going to pick it back up. I'm just, I'm just like, look, you seem like a happy person. If you want to remain that way, do not pick this shit up. This shit will snatch your soul. Oh, my gosh. We're so opposite to that because I'm always just like, do it. Life is short. Like, you still have time. Listen, out of all the lies I be telling about this instrument... One thing I would never lie about is actually enjoy enjoying it. It's just yeah. like, fam, it's it's so difficult. Like, it's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. It's a lot. <laughs> it's, no, it's really a lot. Like, it, yeah, it's so many things that go into it, and they work together. But mm. but it's worth it, right? No, it's worth the money. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh my god! No, it's, you it's, have to enjoy it. No, like. you know, you know why I do enjoy. It? I, I, I. This is the part that I love about the instrument the most. It's the reactions that I can pull out of other people. Mm-hmm. That's what I enjoy the most. Yeah. Not the instrument itself. Yeah. But when it shift up to seventh <laughs> position and make sure your intonation is on point and make, miss me with all that shit. That's not why I'm here. <laughs> I'm saying I'm just trying to see some I'm trying to see some bitches shake some ass to the fact that I'm playing the violin. Oh I'm playing. My I'm saying like it's just the fact that I'm able to like spin it. Yeah. Like 
Oh, you mean you mean telling me that I can manipulate an audience the same way I can do like like while DJing with the violin? Mm-hmm. Hey, right, let's do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying let's do it. Let's let's. You know what I mean. So that's that's, that's the cool it. part. Yeah, that's the cool part. If okay. this if there's anything out that if there's anything that I do love, it's that. Okay. Yeah. That's true. Like definitely people's reactions, the love that you get, the the dancing, uh, the screams, <clears throat> uh, sometimes the tears. Uh, you get tears a lot in church, <laughs> uh. or like when I you know play my ballads, like you almost made me cry. So. That means a lot. Mm. Mm-hmm. If I almost made you cry, you almost made me charge you too. <laughs> Shit. Shit ain't free. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Damn. So you play in church all the time? Yeah. Well, back that's when it was how, open. That's pretty much how I got here. Uh, mm. How I trained my ear. Um, how I'm able to play different songs and just pick it up immediately from playing in church. Mm. So. I'd be jealous of y'all church people too. Why? Because I just feel like everybody that I know that learned an instrument through church, mm-hmm. they have this soulfulness about mm-hmm. them, yeah. this freeness about them. Yeah. And it's just like with me, when I play the instrument, I'm very boxed in as far as like melody and just like like my ideas of yeah. like where the melody could go or what you can do with mm-hmm. it. It's very boxed in. It's yeah. very A to B. Church musicians be going from A to C to S to X, coming back to B. I'm just like, how do you... And make it flow. And you're just like, how did you get there? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm like jealous about. I'm like, damn, I, didn't, I never learned an instrument through church. Yeah. I mean, have you thought about, you know, just jumping in on a church? Like, hey, can I play with you? Quiet or? is kept. <laughs> I be, I'm, in, I'm like super intimidated by like church musicians. Because they be going... I'm just like, yo, how do y'all do that? Come on, son. You oh, yeah. just keep up with that? Uh-huh. And we got a solo from the violinist. I'm just sitting there like... And then it's... Oh, my gosh. In church, it is random. They will put you on this. But this is the part I hate. They will put you on the spot. And and I think that's another reason why church musicians are so skilled. You have to be quick on your feet. Super. Like, if if they, if Sal, uh, Sally Mae starts singing a song in whatever key, you need to be able to pick it up. If not, you're going to look crazy. First of all, Sally Mae's not, in, not invited to anybody's church. <laughs> We're trying to get church from the people. She's trying to get money from us from a semester that I fucking did 12 years ago. You know what I mean? Sally Mae is not invited to no oh church. My God. You know what I'm saying? Keep out of here. I- <laughs> That's what, yeah, she's not, Sally May gotta go. Yeah, she gotta she's go. not invited Mm-mm. to any events, parties. I know they said make but... disciples of many nations, but <laughs> your nation is not invited here. So. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> but it can be intimidating, but like if you're confident and you're willing to learn, like you, you get over that. <laughs> See, my, my confidence really comes from practicing. So taking my L's mm-hmm. in private. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like gyms. I'm dead serious. I don't like training in front of other people. Yeah. I don't like being bad in front of other people. I got you. When I sucked at the violin, you know where I sucked? Pause. I sucked inside the <laughs> practice room. Like, super pause. For nobody pause. can hear you and see you. you know what I'm saying? That, like, yeah. And then it's just instruction from the person that already knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like going into environments where I'm just super uncomfortable and then you have to like just like, oh, just play. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but it feels good. We're going to practice that. Okay. I'm going to just throw in a random song and I'm be like, play what moves you. <laughs> okay. I'm like, nothing you heard. You want me to just... play what moves me? Yes. All right, let's start off by turning this shit off. 
All right, and put on the shit that I actually like to play. All right, let's start there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. But definitely playing in church. Whew. You want to get good, get around some good church musicians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your play will skyrocket. But I always tell people, I feel like I'm a better producer than I am musician. That you, you're a great producer. I think you're a great musician, but your your mashups, like, just like, uh, can I hire you to make my mix, you know, Listen, so I could just perform over it? <laughs> I be telling people, I, like, if you really need something done, I can hook you up. Mm-hmm. I can definitely hook you up. And I feel like my greatest ideas come, comes from working with other musicians. Yeah. When I'm here by myself, I'm just like, what do you want to do? I don't know, just do one song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even though I know I can play 45 songs in 30 seconds, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. Those ideas don't spark up until I'm around other people. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though I, I know that I'm more than capable of of like creating them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I've yeah. done it before. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something that being around other people just challenges you, you know, and pulls it out of you. Mm-hmm. Just like... You're not about to make me look like I don't know what I'm doing. So, <laughs> I mean, I never, ha- I don't really, I don't, really, I don't really have that feeling. Really? Mm-mm. I don't have that feeling. And I feel like that has oh, to do yeah. with the fact that, like, when it comes to like really creating high quality products, mm-hmm. I will learn everything. Yeah. If I have to. So it's just like when I bring other people in, it's just like I know that I'm capable of doing all of these various jobs. Mm-hmm. So I don't have that feeling. It's just like. I, huh. Some yeah, sometimes it's just like I don't know. You just want to put your best foot forward, and then sometimes it's just when they're on a like everybody's operating on a great a higher level. It kind of brings you up there and challenges you to think critically, you know, as opposed to yourself. It's just kind of you bouncing ideas off, and mm-hmm. you have to be disciplined to challenge yourself. But when you're around other people, it's just like. We're thinking critically. We're being creative. We're not settling. So I think it's good to be around other energies. Good not, other good energy. Great, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good good vibes only. <laughs> That's part of the reason why, like, um, like for me, I have this whole vision in my head. Like, mm-hmm. when things really do take off for me, I never say if. When it does. When. I when love it does. that. When. When yeah. it does, like I can't wait to have like that st- stereotypical entourage uh-huh. because I'm surrounded by the people that make me the most comfortable. Yeah. And you want to like drive me and fly me to different states and meet all of these different people mm-hmm. and then you expect me to just be comfortable all the time. Yeah. Nah, you need to put all of these 12 people on this 12 tour bus too because I need them here. Yeah. <laughs> they put me in great spirits, mm-hmm. you know? 98% of like this act is about the spirit. Yeah. If my spirit is not there, it's not going to be a great show. Absol- absolutely. You know? But what do you do when they're not around? Like, go to the bar get- and drink until I feel good. <laughs> That's funny, right? Yeah, I'm fake lying, but mm, mm. <laughs> we'll leave that alone. Yeah. But yeah, definitely just getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Like I like definitely that energy is there, especially if you it's a gig and everybody's on high energy dancing that you know and do all that. But what happens when you have a gig? And they're they're dry, then it's just like you can't be dry too. So you, it's like you gotta come up with ways to make yourself comfortable. At least I, that's how I feel. Cause I just be like, oh my gosh. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you just be like, look, I'm gonna give y'all what y'all giving me. <laughs> like y'all want thirty minutes? It's already been ten. Yeah. You want more of this shit, man? Y'all mad boring. Like yeah. 
come on, fam. At least make it 25. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let me go early. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No, but um, I don't know. Making, making myself comfortable, I don't think I, I, I've been able to make myself comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very, like, I'm very scary, I feel. Like, in my head, I'm very scary. Yeah. But it's just like, I'm so fucking rehearsed. Like, I can do this, like, in my sleep, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, just, just put yourself in a place where you can at least be comfortable playing. Yeah. Even if you're not comfortable within this, the, the people that you're around. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I actually have more problems playing with intimate crowds. Mm. than I do with like massive crowds yeah. like 15,000 yeah. 20,000 like it, the intimacy kills me on the inside when it's one person in the room it's just like and they just staring around? at you exactly just, can you just can you close your eyes turn, like, turn, face, face the corner you know what I'm saying like <laughs> it's corner don't look at me bro yeah but like bigger crowds I don't, I don't know it's weird mm. it's so weird but when you when you perform you don't you can't tell like you're so free you're so in it you're dancing you're moving like so I guess keep doing what you, whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> you speaking a different language, talking about being free and dancing and shit. I, I'm t- in my head, it is something completely different when I'm performing. Really? Super rehearsed. It's produced. You can't tell. You can't tell. Mm, can you? <laughs> People still think I'm having fun on that stage. I'm just like, bro, listen, this exactly, is my job. Yeah, it this looks like job. you're having fun and you're just feeling the vibe, but it's a production. It's, it's got okay. It's a production. I got you. <laughs> Got you. So we rehearse everything. Everything. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> everything. And it's crazy too. Like, um, I feel like rehearsal is more so of this for me. Is are you rehearsed enough for when like the adrenaline hits when you're on the stage? Because once that adrenaline hits, it fucks up everything. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, does your body know? Like, are you trained enough? To make your body not respond to the adrenaline and just rely on your rehearsal. Honestly, no. I have a lot of work to do um, with that because, like you said, once that energy kicks in and it's it's a different feeling and sometimes what you rehearse, it's not what comes to your fingers Mm-mm. or your bowls or what comes to your feet. And, you know, when you get extra hype, it's just like, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. And then you start sweating and then it just all those things play a role. So that's what be killing me. I'll be up there sweating like a pastor. What? I'm just like, how do you? It's bad. Oh, my gosh. And then during quarantine now, most of the gigs are outside. So violin sliding down because I'm so sweaty but take the violin off and shit is like drenched in sweat exactly you probably got mad makeup on the shit too oh yeah all running all over I have to clean it but (laughs) one thing I one way I do um, combat the adrenaline like when you see me perform you'll see me take deep breaths so like I make crazy violent faces Mm. but I'm reminding myself in my head pre you gotta breathe and you gotta chill out so I'm like Taking deep breaths, I close my eyes for a second, and like, okay, you gotta center yourself, mm-hmm. and then bring it back. But it's hard. It's it's, it's not like, easy. Yeah, it's really not easy. Yeah, but I I prefer to have that excitement, that adrenaline running, mm-hmm. than to not have it and just be playing like, okay, this is not working. So you know what's funny? I always know that my adrenaline is running when I start sweating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's 35 degrees in this building. Yeah. I'm like, yo, it's, it's hot in here to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, working hard. Like, oh my God. That's how I know that I still care. Yeah. For me. You know, if I'm nervous about it and I'm, and I'm 
Ha- uh, once I start sweating, it's just like, yeah, you care about this. This is why. Yeah. You, this is the reason why you should still practice. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but there's one thing that I do not do for me. It's not healthy for me to do. I don't ever watch back somebody's like filming me doing a live performance. I don't ever watch that back. Really? Because what? I feel like the phones don't pick up the, the audio and the pitch correctly. Mm-hmm. So it's just like when I'm performing, I feel like I'm, I'm on key or whatever. Then mm-hmm. I watch back like somebody's phone recording. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, I sound mad flat. Mm-hmm. And then I start, <laughs> I start like second guessing myself and everything. I'm just like, yo, you know what? I'm just not, I don't, I don't watch anybody's, nobody's like playback of a live performance. Like, yeah. I'll get into my head like big time. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to get myself out of that. Like mm. any musician that I work with, um, they're just like, you need to listen back so you know what not to do or to do for the next time. You don't have to listen back. <laughs> it's true though. Cause sometimes I'll be like, okay, but you need to smile. Like, mm. you know, you need to angle yourself more to this side or I don't know. Your hair was crazy. You need to do this style. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's a lot you can learn from past. It's hard. If I, I watch it, know. I watch it on mute. <laughs> I'm I'm not joking. You're laughing. I'm dead not joking. I would dead ass watch that whole to... shit on mute. I'm trying to... That's hilarious. It's not funny. <laughs> I don't know. I feel what you're saying. Because that like... shit could really... Like, it, it legit ruined my day before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yeah. yo, I've been busting my ass to do this, and I sounded like this? Yeah. I trust me another feeling. And I feel like that's where that obsession for me... Mm-hmm. That's where the obsession of trying to get everything right, mm. everything is rehearsed, mm-hmm. everything is over, overproduced. Because right. it's just like, I can't afford for myself, from Matt to Matt, I can't afford to listen back to this and be disappointed. Yeah. You know? I, I completely get you. But that's how you grow. It is. It is. So for <laughs> me, it's just like, and I, I write this shit down every day. It's just like, yo, just be easy on yourself, bro. It's, you're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw like my um, story the other day, the other day, but I'm just like, you know... It's in um, regard to basketball, it's like missing is part of the game. You're mm-hmm. going to miss shots. Mm-hmm. Shoot your shot. Mm-hmm. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to mess up. Exactly. Just keep it pushing. So what matters is that you just learn from them and yeah. don't keep making the same. Don't beat yourself up. Like, so like if a transition in a song, for example, mm-hmm. say, okay, we need to fix that. But if you don't play it back, then you're going to probably use that same transition nah, again. no, 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 no. Nah, my mind is too sharp for that. I can hear it. I, I heard that oh, shit. Oh, well, that's the, pro- you know that's the producer. Yeah. That's a benefit for you. Like, that really is. I heard that I shit. I wish. <laughs> like, I wish. I would have you got it. Now nah, you got it. Honestly, I told... Listen, if you're if you're a musician, you have you already understand how to compartmentalize and break mm-hmm. things down into mm-hmm. steps and into, like, you know... Instead of taking this whole large concept, you break it down to like 45 mini concepts and mm-hmm. eventually you work your way up. If you wanted to do all of this stuff too, DJ, film, edit, you can do it too. Anybody can do it. Yeah. Any musician, if you yeah. ask me. I agree. Here's the tough part though. This is my like superpower and I, I, I feel like this is so weird and on how I tie this all in. Like, apparently I wasn't able to see between my kindergarten year mm-hmm. and like third grade mm-hmm. what is it nearsightedness I can I, I can only see up close I can't see far I think so whatever I can't see far that's that's the yeah, point yeah, yeah. but it's just like yes, yeah. I used to always sit in the back of the room and everything and I was still able to learn hmm. gotcha. you know yeah, so yeah. it's just like it's weird it's just like I feel like due to the fact that I was 
nearsighted, I guess, is the word. I think it's like the superpower thing. Like other senses became sharper. Mm-hmm. So going off of energies and vibes and everything, mm-hmm. I think that those are the, like the true talents of like DJs specifically. Mm-hmm. Your job is to read the room. And from reading the room, you now have to make judgment calls to like keep that room at the highest possible that is, energy. That is so important. Like people just underestimate the job of different DJs, musicians, things like that. Y- y- Knowing your audience, you you could blow a whole gig. Yeah, you could bomb simply because you didn't know how to read the room. And to be honest, those are the kind of skills you can't really train for. Mm-mm. You either got it or you don't. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I just feel like due to the fact that I couldn't see for all of those years, mm-hmm. it just. Just pay attention to the room. You could feel it. Yeah. I, that's that's what I always think about. Like, if you don't understand it, if you can't see it, you could feel it. Mm-hmm. So I can have my head buried into a laptop, but I can feel what I'm doing is right or wrong as yeah. a DJ. Yeah. So tying that, that back sense. in, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. It's just really understanding how to use that same skill towards your craft. Right. Exactly. And that's how I do, like, that's why I feel like the production stuff is better for me because mm-hmm. it's just like the violin shit is just like, oh. <laughs> the DJ stuff is where I really get, like, really tied into, like, manipulating people. Mm-hmm. That's all it really is. <laughs> yeah. With this three, three minute song, how can you manipulate 5,000 people, 500 yeah. people, 100 people, and one make person? Them feel, feel good and. Just for a brief moment of time. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, that. DJing. Performing period is kind of witchcraft to me. <laughs> Yo, is, you're literally hypnotizing people for a brief moment of time. Like, am I lying though? I'm dead ne- serious. I've never. This shit's kind of. It's, it's, like it's kind of sick. It's really kind of sick. <laughs> you're, you're literally thinking for like four people. You think so? Yes. Like, let me take you down my interpretation of mm. the music that you like. Okay. And in order to do that, like, like people have to kind of let go. They have to be comfortable with it. Like, mm-hmm. all right, you do your thing. You make yeah. all the judgment calls for, like, this next two hours. Yeah. You know? And some people make great judgment calls. Some don't. Yeah. Wow, that's an interesting perspective. I've never heard. <laughs> so, we the devil. <laughs> you, me, and every other musician no, slash performer. No. We all the devil, man. No. Out here reading rooms and shit. Oh, my gosh. It's important, though. It's super important. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like, it's not just reading the room during, but having an idea of how that room is going to react pre-show. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the tough part too. That's where I get into my head. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm actually there, it's so like, bro, just trust your, trust your judgment, judgment. Like, you've been here before. Right. And trust the work that you put in. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. Because mm-hmm. once you get there, everything starts running through your head. Like, is this the right song? Is the right music? I don't know. But... So and, that, yourself. and that's the tough part. Like, it's just committing. Mm-hmm. Just commit to it. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, or indifferent. Like, Ex- yes. Commit to it and move on. If somebody doesn't like it, if you don't like it, it's, move on. Just give it your all, and that's what matters, right? Move on. And <laughs> it's funny because amongst my friends, like, it's funny that I'm doing a podcast too because I feel like even like my public speaking has always been like kind of choppy. Mm hmm. So, obviously, when it comes to DJing, there is a huge part of DJing mm-hmm. that requires you to speak. Right. So, me not feeling confident <laughs> in my speaking. It can be. Which listen, I don't. I had to I lock think. myself in, like, in a garage and just practice. Like, I had to, like, literally write down the lines that I'm going to mm-hmm. say. And I said it after every transition. 
And I had to get to a point where I just committed to it. Mm-hmm. You know, then I had yeah. to invite one person in at a time because my family is super judgmental. Whether it's in a good way or a bad way, yeah. they, they, they're going to judge it. Yeah. I had to call my brother and I'm like, yo, I'm practicing this. Like, tell me, tell me what you think about mm-hmm. it. And I committed. Wow. Even, even though I didn't feel comfortable in it, I just, it's just like, yo, just, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. And I did it. And he was just like, yeah, it sounds fine. Yeah. I'm just like, sounds fine. Wow. But I'm telling you, I had some really like bad nightmares, like mm-hmm. talking on the mic. Like stuttering and like stupid shit like that. Really? Yeah, like people laughing. Like imagine that. Like you're 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 trying to like speak in confidence. You make a mistake, mm-hmm. and then you see people laugh. Oh my god, that's. But you got you got you, you have two and a half. You, you got two yeah. and a half more hours left. You yeah. better. You know what I'm saying? Like it's what they hired you for. You that's a, that's an important aspect of performing. Learning how to pull it together quick. Because if you don't, it will, that one, like, for example, you said they laugh. That one laugh, mm-hmm. you'll be thinking about it, the rest, and it'll affect your entire set, right? Mm-hmm. But you just got to, all right, happen, leave it there. But I don't know what you're saying. Like, that shit is not fun. It, no. It's not at all. <laughs> you, you ever had any, any, like, nightmare gigs? Nightmare gigs? Ugh. Like, you was dealing with somebody who, who was a nightmare, like, it it doesn't even have to like necessarily be the performance per se, but it's just like some like some element of that gig is a nightmare. That's a good question. Have dealt with it so like I that? had a recent so I had a recent gig. I wouldn't call it a nightmare, mm-hmm. but it was definitely an experience. So um, I headlined a concert, mind you. I'm a headliner, so I'm on the flyer. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to plug in, you know, um, plug in my equipment and everything. And the sound guy's, you know, moving around. So I'm stand, I'm standing here. I'm waiting for him to finish. And I'm waiting. At this point, I'm waiting for a good, like, 45 minutes. And finally, I get his attention. I'm like, hey, I'm the violinist. I don't have sound. And I'm opening the show. He goes, oh, I didn't know you were coming, so I can't help you. Keep in mind, he's the sound guy. Keep in mind that I'm on the flyer and that I'm getting ready to play in a few minutes. So, of course, like, I'm there. I didn't have a proper sound check. My sound was off. And one thing for me, my the important, most important thing to me as a musician is my sound. I don't care about anything else. I don't care if I'm playing for one person or I'm playing for 50 million people. My sound mm-hmm. <laughs> needs to be right. So... That was frustrating. I still killed it, but like you know, if the sound's not right, it doesn't matter. You could be the best. You lost everybody. Exactly. You could look, you could look good as hell. Smell good, feel good. Exactly, and that's what I felt. But so yeah, it's just that kind of experience. You know, nobody wants to go through that. So Mm-mm. still made it happen and still killed it, but that's not fun. It's not. And then also to like, there was no reason to be rude, right? Like. For him to be rude, so. You know, it's funny as, like, being, like, a front of house engineer before, mm-hmm. I get his frustration. I get it. Part of, like, part of a sound guy's job is the preparation. That's, like, the majority of the work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just, like, whether, I'm sure it wasn't your fault, but the fact that he didn't know that you were going to be there. Mm-hmm. As you know, we have very specific needs. It's not like we just need a mic and just go. Mm-hmm. We might need some reverb. Can you cut out some of the highs? Can you yeah. boost my mids? Yeah. Turn up, turn up my lows and everything. So it's just like there's a lot of stuff that 
go into making it sound good. And for a sound guy who's not prepared for that, that could be the most stressful thing in the world. Especially if you, if you have no idea on how to like make a violinist sound good. Mm-hmm. Which goes back into the whole control thing. <laughs> I, I get that. Yeah. But then that's also lack of preparation, I feel like, on his part, right? You should know he what you're going into. He, I mean, I don't know what happened. But there, there's been situations on my end where it's just mm-hmm. like... I'll have like everybody's music. I'll list the people, and then you know something like that will happen. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes with a guitar. I'm just like, wait, time out. I've I've rehearsed this act for just a vocalist. Where's this guitar is coming from? I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> but you want me to make this happen in like 30 seconds or less? Like, no, I need like five minutes. Yeah. I don't have five minutes. Sorry, you can't go on guitars. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's <laughs> it comes back to like judgment calls too. Yeah. Front of house engineers and you know, yo. Their job is stressful, too. Yeah. Super stressful. I get it. Managing artists and personalities as well. Listen, telling me I can't go on, like, look, look. How did, how did you handle that, first of all? Um, I reached out to my contact person, and I texted her, and I was just like, because at the time she was on the stage, and I texted her, I, I don't have sound. And I was just very calm and because me getting upset and getting attitude, that's not going to fix anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And my thing was just like, you guys called me and I'm here to do a job. However, if I don't have sound, I can't do that job. And, And it's no fault of my own, especially when I've been standing there, you know, for almost an hour. And... Nah. And you're this like you're supposed to prepare sound, and then also the way he handled it, it could have been completely different. And then the other guy who was there, complete different reaction. He was just like, "We gonna get you good." Mm. And I'm just like, you know. So yeah, it's just things like that. That like, is a nightmare because that makes that that puts your like spirit in like just a different exactly exactly. a different place yes i'm here to perform why am i going back and forth with you about my sound exactly shut your ass up hook me up and do your job i'm sorry that's not my fault if it was my fault i'll take full responsibility for it but it's not yeah so get me going and like you said i can understand if i'm running in there and i'm supposed to go on at eight and i'm getting at 755 okay yeah, Chew me up, it's been you know fine, whatever. But I was, literally, I was letting him finish. I was standing there the whole time in the sun. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, it's just, you know, I guess it comes with the territory. <laughs> it does. It, it, it really does. But, yeah. And, like, you know what's funny? Like, I can see other artists, like, I can pretty much get a gauge on where they are, whether they're like, they're like green new artists or mm-hmm. like seasoned, mm-hmm. depending on how they handle situations mm-hmm. like that. That's, yeah, that's so true. For me, it's you just... could be stern and effective. Yeah. You can also be stern, rude, and ineffective. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, so, yeah. so like for me, I'm just like stern, this is what it is. Yes. And this is how it's going, going to go down. Mm-hmm. Because I know what I need. You only have an interpretation in front of like, you know, engineer guy. Mm-hmm. I know that you might be very, very qualified for your job. Mm-hmm. I just know in my experience, this is what works best for me. Right. And that's, there's and that's, no negotiation. That's it. Like, I do not negotiate sound. on that. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'll bring a board and be like, oh, why can't you just plug into the DI? Yeah. We have reverb on our board. I understand that. I don't know how your reverb sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I already yeah. have this preset. Oh my god! I'm gonna start taking you to my gigs because um, <laughs> I'm so 
still I'm still learning, you know, and can be very soft spoken. So you just gotta learn how to tell people no. You're right. That's it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm just not doing that. Yeah. So I'm sorry. It might be a little extra step for you, and I know it might be kind of redundant. Mm-hmm. But it's not you performing up there. It's me. Mm-hmm. This is what makes me comfortable. Yeah. Sorry. You have to plug in this board. Exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> that still but scares yeah. me every time. That was definitely not, you know, not ideal. Like, it could have went so differently because the, the people were good. Like, it played great. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just something. Nobody wants to go through that. So, especially when you're on the flyer. <laughs> I've been I've been ignored by a whole sound crew before. Like I remember really? there was this yeah it was, it was it was bad it was bad and you know big shout out to like Howard Theater's like crew mm-hmm. they are super solid super knowledgeable mm-hmm. but you come on some bullshit they are going to ignore you like pretty much I, I just got I just had bad intel okay one of the um coordinators for the event they were just like yeah Matt your sound check is at four thirty yeah the event started at five the crew is done at, with sound check completely. At four, right. So I show up at four thirty. Everybody's eating Popeyes and oh, and biscuits no. with no drink and everything. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Anyway, but I was just like, yeah, I'm mad. I'm here for my sound check. They all did it like this. They were just like, they looked, looked back, looked at each other, and went back to eating. I'm just like, I was like, I don't know if you guys heard me, but right. I'm the violinist. Yo, I need to heart, sound check. My heart would have been so hurt. So one, then, yeah, one dude happened. pulled me to the side. He was like, he's like, yeah, man, you can't show up late like this. I'm like, bro, I showed you, I showed him the email. I'm like, she showed me, she told me to show up at four thirty. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, man, like this, this is like when we go on our break. This is like the only free time that we got. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I understand. I get it. I'm not mad at your reaction. This is not my fault. Yes. I was just following instructions based right. on the coordinator. Yes. She gave me the bad intel. So the, that one guy, I forgot his name. I think his name was like Carlos or something like that. He was like, come on, I'll, I'll hook you up. Mind you, there was like eight people there. And all of them just were just like, like... I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I'm on break, <laughs> homie. Like, I'm, I'm not doing that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So I guess it's a thing that just happens. It, I mean, it yeah. happens. It happens. Sometimes it's the artist's fault. Sometimes it's just management's fault. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Just miscommunications. But it's just like how you, how you like handle it. And I didn't handle it rude. I was stern. Right. But, right, exactly. I'm not being rude, though. Yeah. I'm saying, like, because I feel like that being rude, like, blatantly rude, like, oh, y'all motherfuckers going to just fucking ignore me? Yeah, it doesn't help. Because they probably would have just still sat there. They like, you wouldn't definitely. have nothing, right? So, like, oh, you think you, talk to us yeah, like that? How right. you react and talk to people is very important. Yeah. Be stern. Don't be afraid to be, say no. Yes. <laughs> Even if, even if somebody's like in a in like a crunch, they're like, oh, we don't have time to set all of that stuff up. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, we gonna have to. So this is what I need. I need X Y Z blah 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 blah. We can get this done really quick if you just listen to me. Right. Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay, I don't feel so bad anymore. You then. should never feel bad. Because <laughs> I was feeling so bad. Never ever feel bad about that kind of stuff. But this yeah. is this is what I need to succeed. Yeah. This is what I need for the performance to be good. Right. I, I never feel like I'm asking for too much. Mm-hmm. You might not want to do it, but I'm not asking for too much. Mm-hmm. This is just what I need. Wow. That's crazy. Oh, he's a diva. He's the... Okay. <laughs> but yeah. The performance is still great though. And that's what matters at the end of the day. Like, you killed the performance and hey. And that's that. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Yep. Speaking of performances, um... 
when I was stalking your page, because <laughs> you was trying to act like you wasn't stalking my page and lying yeah, about it, I'm, lying about it and all that. Like there's something wrong with stalking people's pages. That's I'm, what Instagram is for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stalking. I'm trying to see what you're doing. I'm trying to see when you broke up with your last boo. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm trying to figure out all of that. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm weak. I'm weak. What's the point okay. of you having 450 posts five months going to look at 10? You're right. You know what I'm saying? I got you. <laughs> anyway, while I was scrolling through your page, not stalking, of course, mm. I saw that you did the Apollo. Yes. Please tell me about your Apollo experience from auditioning to actually performing and just that whole experience yeah so start from the audition the audition um got what time did i get out there i got out there maybe like a little before seven Mm -hmm. the line was already down the block wrapped around the corner they didn't they didn't open the doors until like maybe 10 11 but it was already and then once i got there i got there at the perfect time because once i um, once I got there, people kept coming, kept coming, wrapped around mm. the block. And keep in mind, we're in Harlem. Like, the blocks are I know. long. I know. So, so that was fun. Um, I wasn't alone. I had a friend there. So, that made it a little bit easier. So, um, got to the front. God is so good. Because I was literally, like, one of the last, like, three people to get in. Mm. Had I gotten there maybe two minutes late, I wouldn't have gotten in. Because they cut off. They're like, Sorry. They're only taking like what two thousand people or something like that. Two thousand like acts. I'd less. Five hundred. I for that for that day, I believe it was less, like two hundred something. Oh, that's nothing. I just so I was two hundred like forty seven. Mm. So I just made it. Um, so the the, the audition process it was it was a little nerve wracking. We're there all all day, all like from like eight a.m. to like seven eight o'clock in the evening. All day, um, but the people they were so like uh, some of the people, most of them, they were really supportive, really chill, like mm-hmm. doing their acts outside, and we were encouraging them outside. Like, it was a vibe. I hate you them know? people. <laughs> Why, bro? It's thirty five degrees outside. I sound you over here pop locking and shit. Like, bro, sit I'm, your ass down and th- wait in line, that is bro. Funny. It was a nice day though, so we got lucky. But it just it took away some of the nerves, you mm-hmm. know. And people are traveling from all over the place. All like this over. is their. Like, so a lot of them, this was their one shot. They didn't get it. That was it for them. Um, but the audition was great. Got in the room, killed it. It's a, it goes by so fast. You wait in there for hours, but the Mm -hmm. audition goes by so fast and it can, if you don't make it, I feel like you can be embarrassed, but thank God I made it. Um, nah, you know, you know if you made it or not, you know, cause you get to see everybody. Yes. Like, some of those acts, I'm like, bro, I ain't gonna lie. I should have had two extra hours because <laughs> you knew that this shit wasn't it. And I could have been way ahead of you, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm saying? Like, so, uh, yeah, you just don't want to hear that thank you. Because you, if you hear that thank you, you it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap for you. It's so, it's a wrap. That was great. Um, the whole process, it was definitely a learning experience. It was awesome. It was exhausting. Um more so mentally exhausting, mm-hmm. you know, like hot, like the competition, especially the higher the level. And in the first round, you know, they're weeding out, mm-hmm. you know, the the what not did, so good acts. What but. did you place? Like, did you make it to Super Top Dog? I made it to Super Top Dog, and I paid, I placed third. So that was the last round. So you placed third right before. Like, what what were what were your places? So the first round, I placed. 
second, I think. Mm-hmm. The first, like the first, the first three rounds, I think I maintained second place, and then the last final round, Super Top Dog, I placed third. Mm. Um, so even to make it to that last round as a instrumentalist, and the the Apollo's a singer's house. Singer's house, right? It is. So even to make it that far, I was I was on cloud nine. Best experience I've ever had. Um, I think my family was more disappointed than I was. They were like, I don't want this to kill your spirits, you know, even and I'm like, like I'm chilling. Well, it's that I'm like, I'm on cloud nine. Best experience I've ever had, but it was exhausting. Um, and then trying to get tickets for every, my whole family and friends yeah. and ugh, yeah, it's it's, me- like, it's messy. I can't do it. Next time, y'all get your own stuff. What I year? Can't. What year did you do it? Was it last year? So I'm a bad stalker because I, I should have known that. It wasn't. It was 2018, I think. Yeah, it was 2018. Mm. And um, yeah, because I auditioned in September. And then finished in November, Thanksgiving, the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's definitely too, super top dog. Yeah. That's definitely super top dog. So, um, and it was right before the holidays. It was a great way to go to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And so It would have been it, nice to leave with that $10,000. It would have been you know awesome. It would have been awesome. But, you know, it wasn't in God's plan. And whoever won, um, it was that, you know, his plan for them to get that money. And it blessed them. And that's. I walked, listen, so. I walked right off that fucking stage when I ain't win. I'm like, I'm out. Are you serious? I'm like, I love y'all. Y'all cool. I'm not sitting here celebrating with y'all motherfuckers. I didn't come here to fucking lose. I came here to win. You, right. see, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, oh my God. Got confetti on the stage and shit. You think I'm going to be sitting here and... Ha- yeah, what? The fuck? Yo, I'm I out. I'm going like, home, son. Yeah, but one of the best experiences I've ever had. And that it's a actually, rush. That, that, yeah, no, it is. Because the Apollo rush. is tough. It's, it's, that's not an easy gig at all. Mm-mm. It's brutal. It's, it's really brutal. They will boo you fast. Quick and fast. You, you could be killing it, too. Like, and the, yes, killing it. And then they'll boo you in the beginning. And then you, you do have a chance for a comeback. There are some contestants that, you know, they warmed up and then the people stopped booing, booing them. <laughs> but I did the Apollo, like, two different series. Mm-hmm. Like, um... Like, when I didn't understand how, like, the production of the show really went and how they really decide winners and mm-hmm. knowing who the sponsors are. Like, how do they, how do they put the asses in the seats? Mm-hmm. There was one time I almost got booed off that stage. <laughs> Honestly, I've never really experienced this level of anxiety before, but mm-hmm. um, I felt, like, my heart racing, mm-hmm. and I can feel, like, the pulse. I guess it's my blood pressure. I can yeah. feel my pulse coming through my eyes. Oh, my God. Like, I can, like, literally see my pulse. Yeah. I'm just like, well, it's, this is what you signed up for. Yeah. Go do it. But once you hit that stage, like, I feel like ever since I stopped Apollo, I've been chasing that same high mm-hmm. because it's a, it was great, especially I had one, one night was the best night. I mean, the audience was with me up, clapping, and Going mind crazy. you, keep in mind they're tourists, right? Mm-hmm. So to see tourists getting up and vibing with you, and my sisters in the front tapping, like slapping the stage, That's it lit. was. That's lit. It, you know, they were like my ride or dies. Like I fed off that energy, and that's another thing. I fed off that energy, and I just took it and I ran with it. The fastest three minutes of my life, but <laughs> it was great. Mm. It, yeah, I had some long. I had some fast three minutes before, but, but it come from the <laughs> Apollo. <laughs> but yeah, oh my gosh, 
Nah, I was I, being on that stage feels like it's it's taking forever for me. Yeah, it drags. It really drags because yeah. the the energy of my act. I'm playing like seven different songs in mm-hmm. three minutes. And I'm, yeah, so it's just like the energy of the act just kind of flows. It's super dynamic. Mm-hmm. So it's just like okay, are, are they, they going to react to this song? Like, make sure you watch out for this part. This right. All of that is playing in your head, like. Ugh. So I wish I at some point I used the band because the band is phenomenal. They are amazing. And a band can like make and break your performance sometimes because mm-hmm. they were making some of them singers sound amazing and yeah. <laughs> so, Killing it, yo. But oh yeah, I'm like chasing that high. I felt. <laughs> that was actually one of my um watching the rehearsals like right before the show starts like mm-hmm. the dress rehearsal mm-hmm. that was like my favorite part like seeing everybody do their thing yeah. it's like it's like yo this is you're really that good yeah. like yeah i've seen some some shit bro like some shit and then also too it's just like from watching the show the second time around when i had like a, a better understanding at like this is still a show hmm. they have producers for a reason mm-hmm. so they're going to try to set up the best show Based on like the strongest acts to mm-hmm. weakest acts, mm-hmm. you know they have to make the 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 lineup dynamic as well. Mm-hmm. It's still a show, so it's just like from watching that stuff. The second time around, my guard was down like super low. Yeah, because it's just like you know I'm not like in that super competitive mode because I I knew that to an extent mm-hmm. I'm not in control of the over this. Yes. You know, gotcha. yeah, I'm not in control. So I was, I was just mad cool with everybody. I'm like, yo, you did your thing, bro. What's your, what's your yeah. Instagram? The time before that, I was just like straight face, just <laughs> like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna get this nigga. I'm gonna get yeah. this one. Oh right. my god, this, this nigga nice. I gotta, I gotta go in next time. Like that's hilarious. But yeah, it's just like the first time. I think I got um third place, second mm-hmm. place, and then I tied for first. Mm-hmm. Then I didn't win the super top dog. When I went years later, uh-huh. I got first, uh-huh. first, tied for first. Lost super top dog. Got, but you still got for like that's an accomplishment. And it got some. I mean, the prizes was was alright too. <laughs> like the prize money. A lot of people don't know that you get prize money for winning first. Yeah. So I'm like, alright, this is lit. You know mm. what I mean? I can pay pay my bills. You know what I mean? It's, it, it was it was a nice pocket mm-hmm. change. So it was a great experience. It really really <laughs> was. What other um big shows have you done? In your in your head. There was a party I did in Jersey in my head. Like it's not as big like the arena as um the Apollo, but it's another memorable one. The vibes were good, the energy was great, and so I'm dancing and I'm playing and people are coming up to me. And I'm just like, "Why are you getting so close?" <laughs> they were tipping me and putting money in my in my dress. So of course, the only the women were coming, you know. I was about to say. Yeah, no, don't worry. Like my dad was there. No, oh, it was only. <laughs> it was only the women that were putting it in my dress, and the men they would come and leave it on the speaker, the top of the speaker. And when I tell you, like, just everybody was just up, moving, good energy, good vibes, like. That's what I live for. You know, it doesn't matter if it's a big stage or a little stage. I just want to know that I am impacting somebody's life and we're having a good time. Mm. But those are those are the gigs I live for. Mm. And I'm like, when that happened, I'm just like, what are you? And I walk so in addition to the money, I walked away with tips like for the night. I'm like, I can get used to this. 
<laughs> just doing something I love. The strangest tip that I ever got, pause, was, um, I'm sorry, I got to pause this shit. My fault, bro. My fault. My bad. My bad. The strangest tip that I ever got, paused was, um, there was one time before I even, like, performed, this mm-hmm. one guy, he was, a, like, a jeweler. I didn't know until after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, he pulled up. He's like, hey, you know how to play that thing? Because mm-hmm. I had the violin in my hand. I'm just like, yeah. He's like, I'm sure that you're amazing and gave me, like, $300. Are you serious? And I was just like... And he didn't even hear you play? No. Until after- Did not hear me play. Wow. I need to find him. <laughs> and I was just like, that could have been anybody. Like, yeah. <laughs> that could have been my brother just holding the violin and could have got $300 just from, just exactly. from holding it. Exactly. Like, you've just been holding Wow. That's dope. That shit is weird. Like, That's mad. But those are the most memorable. Like, I'm sure you'll never forget that. No, I won't. <laughs> I won't. I'm just, I'm sorry for that silence. That silence was just me thinking about all the weird shit that happened from playing the violin. Like, yeah. Weird shit. A lot, a lot of weird stuff. I'm trying to think. Like, e- even like like women approaching me and like hitting on me and shit like that. It's just weird shit. I'm like, why would you say that? Like, <laughs> out of all the things to say, like, oh, hey, my name is so-and-so. Like, no, yeah. you got to say some weird yeah. And I'm like, come on, fam. Like, now I'm uncomfortable. Now I don't know what to say. I already got, like, a fear of talking in public now. Now I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. I'm come on, weak. man. Come well, on. you know, musicians, you audit, once you play an uh, instrument, you automatically become just everything. Everything. In a lot of women's eyes. I'm, I'll it's tell you, very, it's I'll very right. Listen, <laughs> I am not that. I am not he. <laughs> I'm dead. I'll, I'll tell you, like, yeah, musicians. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what it is though. <laughs> but I don't there, know either, even but... even to a musician, there is something very sexy about another musician. And then, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> you know I'm saying like I don't know what it is, son. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know if it's the chemistry or like the you know you guys having things in common, but yeah, it's dangerous. But the way she's stroking them strings, boy, I tell you, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> But yeah, so it may, I'm not surprised that that's happening to you. I'm sure it's happening to you too. People pulling up to you saying some weird shit. I'm like, what? Has it? No, mm. nothing crazy yet. And I maybe I don't know. Maybe it's because most of my gigs, my dad is there. <laughs> so I be by my damn self. So all of these predatory girls be pulling up to me and shit. Sounds about right. That shit is weird. That shit is dead ass <laughs> weird. Cause it's just. As I keep saying, I'm a regular person. Just have a conversation with yeah. me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't need to try to impress me. I'm dead. You don't... <laughs> but you're a star. With, like, I'm regular, regular, schmegler. You you're Matt Violinist. I'm regular weed. Like, come on. I'm regular, regular. Like, And I'm saying that because I'm also just a regular person. Yeah. The vi- the, the, mu- the musician shit is secondary mm-hmm. to who I am first. Right. That's why I'm just like, yeah, just, just tell me what it is that you want to talk about. I got you. You want my Instagram? You want my number? Just ask for it. <laughs> I hear you. I'm saying like, come on, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. We've been doing this for like an hour now. It's nice to just talk to someone who like does, you know, it's like in the field you're in, 
and plays the same instrument that you play. It's Mm -hmm. different talking to like a keyboardist or a drummer. Yeah, their life is completely different. Yeah. Completely different. Completely. But yeah. (sighs) Nah, but the happiest musicians that I've ever met are like bass players and drummers. Really? Let me see. That's true. It's saxophones too. They be mad happy. <laughs> mad happy. Like, fuck up. Fuck y'all, man. Yeah. Like, I'm so happy about, man. Like, That's a good thing, though. I on, love son. happy Be over here stressing playing this damn I, thing. Yeah. Like having a bitter baby mama. Like, I'm, come on, I'm son. Dead. <clears throat> what? Happy Love happy musicians. Just in it, yeah. So I wanted to ask you, do you play full-time or do you have like a day job? Um, I play full-time. Um, mm. I do. Definitely before we got quarantined, I was babysitting. Mm-hmm. Um, I love kids. I really do. So even though I started, because I was a teacher, I'm a high school teacher, biology teacher, and I decided to pursue music full-time. So mm-hmm. I left that job. Um, but I still continue to babysit occasionally during the hours. So mm-hmm. this is what I do, you know, mainstream, but I do. And I probably will continue to babysit just because, you know, I love the kids. That's fire. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, the, it's fire that you're, that you're juggling two separate careers, like the childcare and then doing the yeah. full-time musician shit. Yeah. It's just... You know me. Well, you don't know me, but my... my listen, I'm on that fuck them kids wave. <laughs> Oh my about, god! Give a damn about these goddamn kids. Kids, kids are our future. Are they? Yes, yes. They said that same shit when I was a kid too. Look at me now. <laughs> the fucking Grinch. Like this shit ain't this shit ain't popping. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Dude, no kids. kids. Nah. I, I just think that 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 saying is is just funny. It's like kids of the future. No, that it's saying? just it's just like. As a comeback, like I've been in situations where just like, like, sir, watch your mouth. There's kids here. I'm just like, man, fuck them kids, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't try to make me, don't try to make me filter myself because there's kids around. Them I'm, kids probably know more curse words than I do. I'm hollering. You know what I'm saying like, <laughs> nah, it is dope though. It is dope though. But yeah, that's that's what I do. I like dabbling a few things, you know. I just like trying new things. If I like it, I try it. <laughs> so. I feel you. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Mm. Yeah. Damn, there was something else I wanted to ask you. I forgot, though. Damn, I did ask forgot. Well, Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to dealing with the silence and, and all of that stuff. But yeah, I did ask forgot. You got any questions for me? Um, I had a whole bunch. Now I'm drawing the blank. Don't worry. Um... I would say moving, like moving forward. Do you have a vision? Are you just, you just winging it? Like where are you, you know? I don't want to be known as the musician. Okay. I think that I have way more to offer mm-hmm. than just playing and smiling and shit. Okay. That's, that's literally barely the surface of who I am, mm-hmm. which is part of the reason why I've extended myself out to do like videography, mm-hmm. like and podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm not the best speaker, but I know that I have interesting things to speak on. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I really want to, like, widen the bandwidth of what I'm doing, what I'm known for. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So exactly. that's really, that's really like, where my head's at as far as, like, where I want to be in the future. And I want to be able to support myself off of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I haven't worked a regular job in, like, 10 years. Yeah. 
And then I started working the Amazon job, and they fired my ass. <laughs> they what? fired me. You just couldn't do it? No, they, they just didn't like the fact that I was telling them no. Yeah. They didn't you like that. You can do that. Like, no, I mean, you, you could do it. You, must, you just might not well, have a job tomorrow. you have a job, but you know what I'm yeah. That, that's a big part of just, like, transitioning back. You know, once working for yourself, being a musician, and then trying to go back to... It's really... Listen, I don't play that shit. I I really don't. And it's just like... I see why, like, my parents... Well, just people. It's not just my parents. Mm -hmm. Why people are so passive. Like, Mm -hmm. no, no, don't rock the boat. Mm -hmm. Like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't rock... It's like, nigga, what? (laughs) I'm like, I just gave you eight hours of my day. You want me to give you 11? Mm -hmm. I have shit to do, Mm -hmm. bro. I barely have time to go home and shower and go to sleep and come back and do the, the same shit the next day. Yeah. I'm saying, like... He's fuck, like, they fired fuck me. Fuck these packages. <laughs> and fuck these kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, I'm at a stage of privilege right now, knowing that, like, I don't need a corporation mm-hmm. to... How can I say it? Support me. I don't need them. Yes. They need me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this goes back to, like, me just being brash and stern yeah we're not gonna take it like <laughs> that's just how i am that's just how i move yeah you know so i don't know i i just i just feel like anybody can do it mm-hmm. if you're if you if you have the skill i would never really say passion because people are passionate about some bullshit <laughs> but if you have the skill and you know you have something and it's of value set your value fucking high yeah and figure out a way to leverage mm-hmm. what you have to get what you want that's I all agree. you have to do that's literally all you have to do. Monetize it all. Everything. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. I'm saying like, and it's just like, I've had so many conversations about value, like with other like people that are entrepreneurs, musicians and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, your value is set and, and determined by you, mm-hmm. the musician, the person yeah. that's selling it. Right. If you have $1 million product, you try to sell it to a million people. Nobody buys it, but that one person buys it. Mm-hmm. Is your value at a million or lower than a million? It's at a million. At a million, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you yeah. said it. it. Doesn't matter if ten people buy it or one person buys right. it. Right. The value. Yes. You know what I'm you saying? Have to set your own value. You got to be bold with that shit. Yeah. You got to mean it. Yes. <laughs> I mean my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why it's just like for me. Not to say that you can't make contacts in these kinds of events, but. I'm not doing my my act for five hundred dollars. I'm not doing that. You want me to? You want me to give you the works for five hundred cash? You know how much time and effort goes into this? Yeah. I, now nah, I I need this. This is what I need. Mm-hmm. This is what I need. Where's it gonna be at, bro? I know that venue. I know I know the manager there. That venue costs a hundred grand, mm-hmm. and you can't pay me five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like yeah, you dropping so many gems right now. No, I'm but like, it's, it's, it's I'm taking them. <laughs> It's not even so much about taking notes because there, there there are ups and downs to this. Yeah. You know, I had the conversation conversation with you before. Like, I had to mourn certain the, events that I lost mm-hmm. that were literally in my lap. Yeah. Like, I did all the work. I, like, you know, I went out to, to whatever place and nurtured those relationships, you know. I got on the phone with the higher-ups and everything. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe you overshoot your shot. Come time to, to negotiate business, mm-hmm. and I lost the gig. So it's just like, yo, I had to mourn that because I'm like, yo, I did all of this work, for, yeah, for it not to work out, yeah, you know, yeah, that can it has its ups and downs, right? It really does. 
So, I mean, with the ups and downs, I've learned a lot. I don't ever give my price over the phone. Why not? I feel like for me, excitement and fear are forms of panic. Mm-hmm. So let's say if it's just like, oh, you're going you're gonna to perform for like the Obamas. Right? It's just like, oh, what's your, what's your price? I'm so gassed in my head that I'm performing for the Obamas. Yes. Like, yo, I need $100,000. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. But it's just like, it's just like, all right, like, whoa, do not panic. Being, yes. exci- being, excited, being excited can make me panic. Being afraid can make me panic. Yeah. Let me get back to you. I will email you. And I'll let you know what I'm thinking. I get some time to think about it. Then you have some time to kind of chill and simmer for a little bit. Yeah. And then I get back to you. <laughs> yeah. I don't need 100000 I need 90000 Oh, oh that's right up our budget. That's right up our alley. Like, right. Okay, great. I'll take it. That's so important. Even at gigs, some people, like, people tend to bum rush you. and Like, oh my gosh, are you available this? And how much do you charge? And I had to learn not to answer right then and there. You do not discuss prices at a gig, first of all. Yeah. And then second of all, like when so many people are bum rushing you and you're thinking about this and it may be a gig that you want to do or not, you know, all of those all, all of those things can affect like what you tell them. So Right. It, you wanna it say, comes down to the details. Shoot me an email. Exactly. Shoot me an email or, you know, and that's I, how we handle I it. I need but time, date, location, and what you want me to do. That high is real. Like, I'm, no, it's crazy. Or that, that getting, yeah. Getting excited, it's real. Getting excited, yeah. Do, do not do business while you're excited. Especially when it's with, like, artists that you've always been, you know, watching and you're like, and then sometimes not only do you, it's the risk of overshooting, but undershooting. Mm-hmm. You're like, I really want this gig, so I'm not going to charge my value. But that's always that's a mistake. Not, yeah. I, yeah, I learned that. The same <laughs> way I'm not afraid to say no, I'm not afraid to have people tell me no. Right. If that's not what if, if you have a budget, then why are you asking me what am I charging? Right. Tell me what your budget is and I'll let you know what I can give you for your budget. Yes. If I can do it at all. <laughs> no is your best friend. All my artists out there. <laughs> your greatest friend. Your best. Don't be afraid of the word no and you can still be professional and say no. Don't let them man- manipulate you into saying some that's other it. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I say no all the fucking time and shit. <laughs> yeah. And you want me to say it in Spanish, I'll say it in Spanish too. No, you know what's funny about language? No is damn near the same across every language. That's true. For a reason. Uh-huh. It's very That's important. Sh- <laughs> no. Yes. Want me to say in Spanish? No. Yeah. Want me to say in Russian? Yeah. <laughs> it's damn near all the same shit. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> don't take it personal. I'm just not doing that. I don't yeah. want to do it. You have to like do what's best for you and really protect you know, your gift and your energy and your space. Yeah, but it's just like, that's part of the reason why. Like, I go so hard with this production stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you make everything great? You know I, know, I know that I can play. I know that you can play. But how do we make it better? Right. How do we set ourselves a little higher? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, like, the same way that the devil's in the details, when I really decided to, like, really produce what I do, it's minor things that mm-hmm. set me apart from everybody else. Mm-hmm. And again, I told you, I don't feel like I'm the greatest musician. Mm-hmm. I'm a better producer mm-hmm. than I am musician, yeah. I feel. But it's just, for that reason, it's the reason why I can charge what I charge. The reason why I can separate myself from people. Right. And I tell everybody the same thing. You gotta pay attention to that shit. You know what I suck at, though? What? I suck at, um... 
I guess the musician aura, like, oh, I'm, I'm a musician, like that she-she, like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm great, I'm a musician, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't smoke Newports, I only smoke Black and Milds. Like, <laughs> no, that, that, that kind of stuff, yeah. like, how they say fake it till you make it, I'm not like that. Yeah. This is who I am, this is just what I do. That's the real, yeah. So there, there's been times, like, I, I went to, like, venues and stuff like that, and it's just, like, I guess being that I don't have that, Oh, I don't try to project that artist uh, persona. Mm-hmm. I'll walk in and I'm like, hey, how's it going? I'm, I'm the violinist. Yeah. They're like, who? I'm the violinist. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> you just kind of get like dusted off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like when I perform, it's a different reaction. Yeah. They're like, yo, I didn't think he was going to do all of that. What yeah. the fuck did you think I was going to go up there and do? Oh my gosh. You know I'm saying? I'm just like, and then they come to you, oh, you sounded so great. And I'm, where's that energy? Before. Seconds ago, like- <laughs> but a lot of that comes down to like the way that you present yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I get called out a lot for having resting bitch face. Mm, okay, you know, so yeah. people have told me like you look like unapproachable and all that. I'm like, bro, I'm literally just chilling. Yeah, I'm oh literally just chilling. Like, I'm just here to do my job, make I, my connections. Oh my gosh, and breathe. I get that a lot, especially in church. Like, um, I just go in and. You know, I say my greetings, good morning, good afternoon, whatever it is. I sit down in my seat and I'm like, where can I plug in somewhere? And that's that. You guys call me to play a solo, do a song, do a job, what you know, whatever it is. And and that's that. And then they label you as stuck up and this, that. And it's just like, no, I'm here to do my job. I'm focused, you know, like putting mm-hmm. myself in the, the musical realm or vibe, whatever you want to call it. And so I get what you're saying. So I have to learn to be more, you know, no, impressionable, no. as they say. I, I don't I don't feel like I have to. Cause for, for me, it's... <laughs> You're just like, I'm not doing it. Because it's not me. me. It's not me. <laughs> yeah. And if it's, it's just like, if there's one thing that I cannot live with on a day-to-day basis is being uncomfortable. Right. I don't like that. I don't like that. Like, if it's not me, it's going to haunt me at right. night. But don't you think first impressions, like, you could mess up a huge opportunity that's for you, you know... By simply not smiling, I don't know. Just how many just people? How many people thought. have? How many people have you have you like come across like yo? This is a fake ass motherfucker. This motherfucker is fake. Like you don't mean that. Um, hi, that's not your real smile. Yeah, yeah okay. You're not okay, in a okay. great mood. I got you. The same way that I can sense that, mm-hmm. I feel like other people can sense mm-hmm. that too on me. Yeah. And it's just like I don't really have a great poker face. Like I don't. <laughs> Whatever I'm thinking or feeling is going to, is going to show here. Mm-hmm. My entire body language is going to react to it. Mm-hmm. In my head, it's just like, whatever you feel, just be authentic to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's it. I got you, yeah. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Oh, he didn't greet me like an artist. How, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I said, what's up? I, I, I acknowledge your existence. Yeah. You know, I'm just not, not up your ass about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That is hilarious. Hey, it's Kanye. Hey, what's going on, Kanye? You know, so you're the you're... same all all across the board. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Yeah. I'm telling you, that panic shit, when you're happy and when you're like scared or excited, mm-hmm. that shit is real. Some of the dumbest shit that I've ever done was, was through panicking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just like, yo, just be true to yourself. Keep just, it, yeah. Just, just, Keep just cool. relax. Just relax, man. Yeah. How long have we been at this shit? <laughs> too long too long but um let's let's wrap it up 
I think we got some good time. We got like an hour and a half in. Yeah. Two hours. No, two. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm saying I to- it flies by. It really does. It flies by. It's just... And this, yeah, this felt more like a conversation rather than an interview, which is I, what I was afraid of. I hate, and that's why I showed you the podcast with Boulder at first. Yeah, it was. No, that's that's just what we do. Yeah, it's just like don't ask me anything crazy. I don't want to answer. Don't do it. Don't I'm do not it. gonna but do that to great. you. I would never I know do you that won't, to you. But would, you know, it's something that yeah. it's in the head. <laughs> I am super glad that you were on. You know my show. I can't wait until we, like, you know, put together our little something-something. Yes, Put yes. it out there, because I already know that shit's going to be dope. <laughs> yeah. You know? But give them your, your Twitters and your Instagrams and all that shit. Yeah. So, my Instagram is underscore Priya I am. So, underscore P-R-I-Y-A-I-A-M. Um, and same thing on Twitter and Facebook. If you just type in Priya DeBerry, um, you'll find all my stuff on YouTube and yeah, just connect with me. Shoot me a message, like my videos. Make sure you come correct with that check, you heard? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are out of here, Matt Violinist Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy. Matter of fact, fuck it. If you get sick from this corona shit, if it's my time, it's my time, man. If I die, I die. I'll be all right. Oh my God. Just dead. <laughs>